Welcome back to the Graveyard Shit Podcast. Uh, we have been on a bit of a hiatus, I guess, for a while. Um, oh, bl- blame it on COVID. Blame it on my fucking, like, crazy-ass motherfucking... Oh, this fucking girl. Crazy-ass bitch. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I, I've very, been busy. Yeah, very true. Uh, we did record some of... Uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, retrospective. We uh, just need to finish up the second half of that, and then uh, we'll get that out. Well, yeah, we should we should actually get to this shit pretty. We should we should yeah you know uh, <laughs> we really should. Well, it, it's been, it's been what like a month, two months, probably about a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we should definitely get this shit done. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, tonight we are covering horror soundtracks, and you know, there's a lot of good ones, there's a, eh, there's some crappy ones out there, but you know, um, well, it'll be interesting, to say the least. Yeah, uh, I, I tend to prefer uh, my soundtracks, uh, you know, most of my favorite soundtracks are actually from silent movies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, I was listening to. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Um, was I listening to something, or maybe like a, someone that I knew? know, like uh, one or the other. Anyway, it doesn't even matter. But 
I remember hearing someone say like, "Oh yeah, Night of the Living Dead soundtrack is something, my dude." And I'm like, "Well, not really. You don't really have a soundtrack of this shit." But. Not, not really. I mean, even <laughs> the one from '90, yeah, but no, no, he, he, even that. That's very odd. I, yeah, like, like that's the shit, and you got you got fucking like. Like John Carpenter's score, fucking John Williams' score, fucking uh, James Horner, fucking uh, Howard Shore scores, shit like that. Uh, Mark oh, yeah. Cody, and you're like, no, my shit is like Night of the Living Dead. Like what? <laughs> I honestly, I'm tr- I'm trying to think. Was there even a soundtrack in the original Night of the Living Dead? Well, like a score or anything? Well, there is. Because there's, like, a vinyl release. Yeah. But, dude. Uh, what, like I said, when you got shit like fucking, like, Goblin and shit like, like what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of fucking music you're listening to, my dude, but anyways, we don't have the same fucking taste. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a lot of good soundtracks out there. And actually, there's one thing I find really interesting is sometimes you get soundtracks that are better than the movie. I mean, on my list here, I have one. And honestly, uh, the movie is just, is just kind of okay. But the soundtrack is great. Uh, can I guess? Can I try? Yeah, go for it. Uh, give me like one or two clues, though. Okay. Um, that's a bit of a big clue. I'll I'll say um, sci-fi horror. Um, late two thousands, and it's a sequel. Okay, so sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. Late two thousands, and it's a sequel. Yeah, uh, actually, might, it actually might be early two thousand tens. The thing? No, uh, Alien Covenant. Alien Co- uh, Alien Covenant. I never. I don't think I ever listened. The soundtrack is really solid. I have the vinyl. And well, I know there's plenty of fucking nods to the original score. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, as a movie, it was just, it was, it was all right. But wait, wait, wait. Early soundtrack. I, I honestly, I can't this even remember when it came out. It came out like 2016 or some shit. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, I just threw out the di- or a random date because I didn't remember when it came out. Well, I don't want to record with you. <laughs> okay, let, let me check real quick, though. Yeah. I, 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 I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, 2017, dude. Dude. <laughs> that is lot... so not early 2000. I know. That's a lot later what than I thought. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Uh, I'll... Uh... I don't know, maybe I got it con- mess- mixed up with Prometheus? I don't uh, know. Well, but Prometheus is so much better, though. So. Oh, it is. It really is. Um, I, I, I don't know why I thought that was when it came out. 
Um, well, you know, well, you're kind of right though when you're you're, you're talking about uh, like soundtracks that are better than mm-hmm. you know the, the the movie itself. You know, if you look at um, Halloween Five, the, the oh, soundtrack yeah. by by uh, uh, Alan Howard is mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's like you got some. You know uh, how can I put it? Uh, you got you got it, it's a it's a way slower paced uh, Halloween theme or even the 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 famous chase theme, mm-hmm. if you will. You know, to to do <clears throat> it, it, it's it's really. I don't don't get me wrong. I still, I still love Halloween Five, but the soundtrack is, is something else, my dude. It really is. It's it's a damn good soundtrack. I mean, that was one, honestly, um, I missed it when they did a vinyl pressing of it, and I always kind of kicked myself afterwards. Oh, dude, 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 let me tell you something. Yeah? You want me to pre-order it for you uh, on Big Bad Toy Store? They got it for pre-order, and when I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put it in the pile of, pile of loot, so... Okay, cool. It's the exact same, uh, you know. You're the one you're talking about is the, like the the latest pressing with the, you see the Michael's head with the yeah. Uh, yeah yeah dude they got it up for pre order so oh wow cool I mean I yeah I mean I I missed out on it and I was just I at first I was like you know like well you know I I have like uh the Halloween two soundtrack I have like you know the the new ones. I was like, nah, you know, it's not going to sell out all. <laughs> uh, well, when it comes to Halloween, what do you what do you own? I own track wise. Soundtrack wise, I have uh, Halloween two. Um, well, format and shit. Uh, or are we just talking vitals? Or pretty much. I mean, I don't have any. I don't really have any soundtracks on uh, CD. Well, yeah. I have a couple, dude. So I'm gonna for, like. I I have a few. Like I have like you know. Like the Scream soundtrack on CD. I have like the I Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack on CD. I got for a dollar. Who would pay for this shit? I paid a dollar for it. It was literally, it was like, you know, what the hell? Way it, too pricey. It had, a, it had that, what's it called? Uh, that typo negative song on it. Oh, uh. Summer Dreams. Is it Summer Dreams? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Halloween oh, wise, I have. It's not even like the original score. It's just like a bunch of fucking bands on it. It like kind of is. Jason fucking CD. I think so, yeah. Like, you had I fucking mean, like Slipknot on it. You had like Manson. You had. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I can find it and I'll just. So you got the Freddy vs. Jason one? No, the. the What's it called? One? The. The I Know What You Live Like. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Uh, I can't find it. I can just find Scream 1 and 2. Oh, well, it's around somewhere. Well, so you, you, you have, you have like, you kind of have, like, the Halloween H2O soundtrack if you have Scream 2 and Scream that, 1 on CD. Yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> As for Halloween, though, you know, I have uh, Halloween 2 on vinyl. I have uh, Halloween 2018 on vinyl. Okay, but but just to be clear, mm-hmm. though, repress or or like the Halloween two is the is it the, the tear that like the one with the like the blood tears like the white one or the one with the 
like blue orange cover. It it's the one that has like uh Michael Myers wearing a nurse's hat. Yeah, that's the one. Beautiful yeah. fucking artwork. Yeah. I have that, I have the twenty eighteen, and I have uh Halloween kills. I don't think I have a pressing of the original, which is really weird, but I don't think I ever found one at a reasonable price. Well, you know what, my dude? I don't either. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. No, no, well, well, no. Uh, I, I'm going to count CDs, so, yeah. you know, I own, like... Uh, an old ass, like not the first, probably not the first time it was released on CD, but uh, maybe uh, mid eighties, like CD, uh, ah. like the Halloween John Carpenter's Halloween score. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, so that, that's, that's a great score. Yeah, of course, my dude. But I mean, that's it for you for your Halloween. Uh, that's that's for the Halloween vinyl I have. Yeah. Yeah, you but know. no, 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 dude. You know what? I don't. No, because I sold it. Oh. Yeah, so no, I don't own the Halloween, the John Carpenter's Halloween score anymore. Man, we're we're kind of... Yeah, we're... we're we should be ashamed, bad. yeah. yeah. We, we, we need to remedy that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I own the... I own the Halloween... Two though, I think it's the first CD. Uh, yeah, nineteen eighty one. Uh, who? Very Sarah Band. So yeah, that's that's pretty fucking old. So Halloween two, I own the soundtrack. Uh, on CD. Nice. Uh, I own the Halloween six, The Curse of Michael Myers, but limited edition, expanded theatrical and producer Scott soundtrack. Oh, which is signed by Helen Howard, and you got it's a two disc set, and dude, you have like oh, you got something like sixty fucking tracks on this shit. It's fucking amazing. You can't go wrong with that. And the the great thing really about like uh like soundtrack, well, I'll say soundtrack, but I mean like score soundtracks is you can have literally like a song that's like a minute and a half. And it's just like, you know, like, um, Laurie walks down the street and yeah. that's, uh, but it's just so cool that they thought to include that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, expanded or, you know, original motion picture soundtrack. Cause there's a difference. Cause you know, yeah. sometimes you buy like a vinyl, let's say my Jaws vinyl is music from the original, uh, you know movie soundtrack so it's not the whole thing yeah and you know you got different titles and shit like that but anyway so Halloween Sex signed by Howard Howard I own the, the first Canadian press of Halloween 4 by Marie Saravay nice uh, on vinyl of course yes oh hell yeah vital. uh Halloween uh, 2018 for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I own uh, Halloween Kills on Orange Vinyl by Sacred Bones Record, I think. Nice. <laughs> so that's it for. But since we're on the topic of, before we get started, like, 
really with you know soundtracks that we love or hate or shit like that. Mm. What are some of your favorite? Let's let's just stick to vital tune. You know, keep it simple. Uh, yeah. What are some of your favorite horror soundtrack there to you all on vital? Ooh man, seriously, I. I have a default. She better be there. Hell yeah, it's there. That thing's awesome. Frizzy Defulci, you can't go wrong with that. It's just... Yeah, it's beautiful. It's just awesome. You know, that... Um, what else? Uh, uh, Deep Red. Well, I say Deep Red. Profondo Rosso, you know, the... The one I gave you? That one and the the big-ass complete one from uh, uh, yeah, Waxwork. The one I gave you is like uh, 10 in. Yeah. Yeah, like four or five tracks, I think. I think I think, it, I think it's five. Yeah, uh, I have that, and I have the, you know, the big ass like three LP from Waxwork. Yeah, that's a beautiful set. I'm just gonna say that that is just gorgeous. Um, what else? Hell yeah. <laughs> then uh, what else? Well, you know, there there are tons. Honestly, one I found I really like, and it's kind of odd. I like the Demons Two soundtrack, and I like it. I like it actually better than the Demons One soundtrack. Well, it's good, but the Demon One soundtrack, I do. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's just something, you know. I I just really dig the Demons Two soundtrack. You know, I owned the uh, Demons uh, remixed. Uh, <laughs> uh, got, that's how it's called, and it's like limited to I think four hundred and ninety nine worldwide. That's damn cool. And you got plenty of artists, uh, you know, uh, remixing and revamping the whole fucking soundtrack. Even even Ogre, like people like Ogre from Skinny Puppy. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a it's a really really interesting like. Don't get me wrong; it's not the type of shit like that I would listen. Like, cause you got some pretty fucking weird ass remix on this <laughs> shit, but it, 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 it's still interesting. It's cool to have some some remixes or revamping our art, or definitely. Worth. Oh yeah, I mean it, it's it's worth worth it to have just because you know it's it's something different. Yeah, something different. It, you know, it's limited and it's fucking demons, and I, God knows I love this movie. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Demons is just a kick-ass movie. So do you have any other vitals that you... Oh, yeah. Um, Hellraiser. The first Hellraiser soundtrack, I love that. The 30th anniversary? Yeah. Actually, I have that, Halloween, uh, Hellraiser 2 and Hellraiser 3, all on vinyl. Let's talk about Hellraiser 3, please. But yeah, Hellraiser 1 and 2 is pretty exciting. Yeah, the soundtracks are gorgeous. Honestly, the soundtrack for Halloween Three is really solid. It's not um, Halloween Three. Uh, sorry, Hellraiser Three. My bad. Yeah, it's better than the movie. Another one of those, you know. Um, but you know, I don't think it's uh, Christopher Young who did the first two. I don't Honestly, twenty twenty was twenty twenty was mm-hmm. better than. Hellraiser 3. So, pretty much anything <laughs> fucking shitty is better than a Hellraiser 3, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser, 
Hellraiser 3, I always, you know, going a bit off topic here, but Hellraiser 3 I've always found was always kind of felt like almost like the odd mo- the odd one out, you know? Yeah, but nobody cares, so fuck you. Go yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, the Candyman soundtrack. Oh, you love that. The, uh, you mean, you mean the, oh, yeah, the remake, right? No, the original. Oh, the original? By uh, Philip Glass, yeah. Really, really good soundtrack. Oh, um, the rated score, too. If you definitely. Definitely. Um, well, it's one of those things. It's a Philip Glass soundtrack, so you know... Philip Glass has this tendency to be very minimalist. Yeah. And it works. It works for the story and everything. And it's just a nice, nice release. No, no, I, I love, I love this soundtrack. I really do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, w- I want to get the one for the for the remake as well. I don't even know if it's out yet on vinyl. It was up for pre-order for the longest fucking time, though. Yeah. But I, I, you know, with all the the vinyl delays and everything, you never know anymore. Yeah. It's like, you know, the stuff that was supposed to come out, like this past uh, record store day, has been pushed, like, three months down the road or whatever. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I know, I know the Ramones set got pushed back. Um, actually, it didn't. That's out. No, the Ramones set got pushed back. I've seen people... Open it. Oh, yeah, maybe. In the U.S., I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe got pushed back up here. Uh, I'm pretty fucking sure, my dude. I'm pretty, like, uh, it's going to be, like, because one of my good buddies, uh, mm-hmm. like, picked up uh, the Cure pornography picture disc for me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Actually, no, he picked two. And he is literally, and I'm not kidding, shout out to, to him. Uh, I call him PL. He <laughs> is the biggest motherfucking Ramones fan laying on the face of the earth. Yeah. And he was so fucking disappointed that it got pushed back. And he, he did like multiple uh, record store to try to get really? a hold of it, but every fucking record store were like, no, it's been laid here in Canada, so you gotta oh, wait till yeah. August. Yeah, yeah, it must be up here, because I, I know it's out down in the States. I've seen people unboxing it and everything. Uh, nice looking set, honestly, gotta say. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, but no, he was disappointed. But again, we're, we're fucking off Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's so, just the sort of thing, you know. So you never know when stuff is actually going to come out. You never know when we're going to get off topic. Exactly. Very, very true. Very true. I'm I'm just putting it this way. I'm I'm letting it right, letting it be known right now. The the blame for all these late records is Adele. Oh yeah, you t- it's like, what was it though? It was like uh, her new album came out, and I think it was Sony or whoever whoever she's with. Essentially, jumped the line because they had they wanted two hundred thousand copies making, so they jumped in front of everyone else to get theirs made first. And I mean, you can't blame a record production company because it's like someone comes to you and says, 
hey, we need 200,000 copies of this. You know, that's well, a, that's no, a big dude, payday. Dude, 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 no fucking way that the fucking uh, record, uh, the, 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 you know, the pressing plant. Is that well, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, no fucking way, like, where the fucking candy band fucking, like, soundtrack's getting pressed. That's where all the fucking Adele fucking vinyls are pressed. No fucking no, way. I, I'm pretty sure fucking Waxwork. Was it Waxwork that put out, like, the, the Candy Man soundtrack? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have the, their old fucking thing. I, I, I don't know. Apparently in the States, there's only, like, three record-pressing plants. Total. There was four. Like, what, yeah, not down. counting, not counting, like, indie ones. Yeah, in, in, there, there are indie ones, that's for sure. Like, well, that's the reason why Metallica albums always come out. They have their own pressing plant. Well, yeah, well, of course they have. Well, it's not really a plant. They have a pressing machine or whatever. So, I don't know. But, you know, it's the sort of anyway, thing. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Exactly was one of your favorites. Do you, do you have any other one you want to mention? Yeah, uh, I have one I gotta mention, and this is kind of both uh, a love and a hate one, because I, I love the music, but the vinyl has a problem, and that's um, Godzilla from, uh, was it uh, Waxworks? Or, uh, you made the box set? No, I, I wish I had the box set. No, it was... Uh, oh, the King of the Monster? No, it's, uh, let me just see if I can see the name of it. Uh, come here. Uh, Godzilla, there it is. Oh, from, uh, Death Waltz Records. Uh, is it, is it the, uh, the, the, the 54 score, you mean? The... Yeah, uh, it's, uh, Godzilla, the original Japanese. Yeah, it's the original, uh, Soundtrack from the original uh, flick. Yeah. Um, oh, is it is it like green? My, mine is gray. I mean the cover. The the cover's got like a like an oil painting of a uh, Godzilla. Uh, yeah, it's got yeah. green. Yeah, I think I think I saw it. It's a beautiful record, and side one sounds phenomenal. Side two is completely fucked up. What's you all this see? fucking raw blade noise? I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know. Do you hear it? No. Yeah, I'm hearing like static. And shit. I don't know. That's weird. Okay, that was gone. Okay, so all right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, why is it fucked up? Uh, when you put the the needle on the record, it starts going back and forth and back and forth, like um. If you could imagine, like, if the groove that the record's written on starts at the edge of the vinyl and then goes in about an inch and then back out again and then in and then out and in, it's, like, back and forth all the time. The music's all fucked up and okay. everything. It's it's really bad. Um, Is it just yours, though? I, I don't know. I think... I. It's definitely a manufacturing problem, I'll say that. Because when you look at, like, when you when you look at it, everything looks fine. And I think I've heard some other people have had issues with this particular, you know, the gray pressing. 
they there's a, apparently a, a what's it called one uh, uh, uh like a nuclear blue or something that is okay you know but uh you know it's one of those things it's a love and hate situation because it sounds great si- side 1 is phenomenal but side 2 is is unlistenable <laughs> dude dude since we're talking about bad pressing, uh, I'm gonna put it on the uh, on the the group too. But I want to know your thoughts about this shit. So what I know, uh, grab this shit, and honestly, mm-hmm. this is like the worst. I I just said it on the messenger. Tell me what do you think about this shit? Oh my god. What in the hell is this? Dude, zoom in, and you can see, like, the, how do you say it, like, where the the needle, like... Dude. You can see through the sticker. Do you see it? Oh, my God. This is an abomination. Uh, For for anyone... Yeah, for anyone listening, I'm going to tell them what I'm looking at right here. I'm looking at a Billie Eilish record. And the center label is like halfway, on like the halfway point of the record. The label's ripped in half, and it has like needle marks running through it. Like it's uh, like someone tried to play it and was just going over the the label. Oh my god. Dude, it is the fucking worst. There is no excuse. Where's the quality for... control, dude? That's the thing. I mean, um, I know one of the YouTube channels that I watch um, is uh, a guy that talks about records, uh, Channel 33 RPM. Shout out to him if anyone uh, wants to watch some vinyl yeah, stuff. Good, good, good fucking channel. Really good. And he was saying, he makes a good point, you know, you're... you're we're paying a premium price for what is supposed to be a premium product. So there's no excuse for stuff like this. Absolutely. No excuse at all. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like it. The only thing I've ever seen, even remotely similar is, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, well, uh, well, no, no, I, I've seen, no, I've seen, I've seen something though where, uh, you know, I don't remember what the record is, but I own a record where it's just half of like the, you know, the the middle label. I just have half of it. Ooh. <laughs> well, I, I mean. But it, but it is it actually on where the middle label? Oh yeah, should yeah, yeah. Be? It's it's where it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's purely like um, that's just like lazy quality control. Dude, it's fucking insane. It is like that there, and especially like you know what? I'm not a fan of Billie Eilish. No, I'm not but, either, dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. Yeah, not but she's a big enough name. That that shouldn't be an issue. I know, dude. I, you know, it's insane. That yeah, there's there's no excuse for that. Anyway, back on the topic. You want me to name some of my favorite uh, fucking like soundtrack records that I that I own? Yeah, hell yeah. 
Uh, the Child's Play remake from Waxwork by Bear McCreary. McCreary? McCreary? <laughs> I don't know how he... Uh, what is it? Yeah, uh, let me check. It's Bear, Bear McCreary, I think. Cool. Yeah, what a, what a fucking clown. One of my favorite one is... Oh, is, it, is it McCreary? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, that that's a movie that had a really solid soundtrack. Dude, it, it's fucking beautiful. This fucking soundtrack. It's Bear McCreary. I'm pretty sure. Let me check. Real quick. Yeah, Bear McCreary. He did the Godzilla King of the Monsters soundtrack, too. Nice. But this fucking soundtrack, dude, I think is phenomenal, dude. Like, every fucking song in there. Um, I don't know. You just can't picture, like, let's say, like, let's say, let's say for, like, I don't know, like, uh, if if I I, I play like uh, the Halloween two soundtrack or even mm. the first one like Laurie's theme or anything, you, you know you're seeing like the movie like in your mind like play out instantly because we yeah. saw it like so many fucking times. But mm. with this with this one, you know, I saw it maybe I don't know. I saw it like two or three times in the theaters. I rewatched it maybe two times after. Uh, maybe mm. let's say I I watched uh, Child's Play remake at least seven times, but every mm. fucking song is so memorable that I I can, I know instantly. What well, that's the mark of a good soundtrack right there. Yeah, and you got the fucking Child's Play theme from 1988, like uh, you know, mm. redone if you will by <laughs> Mary Carey. Uh, using toys and shit, so it's it's really it's really it's one soundtrack that I really really love, and the Waxwork record one is the Waxwork uh, release um, of this soundtrack is just phenomenal, and it's a fucking good movie. Fight me, it's a fucking great movie. It is. I I don't. It's another movie that I don't get the hate for. Well, is is there still hate for it though? There kind of is. There's a lot of people that still are like, you know, it, it was it was kind of pointless. What with like, you know, the Chucky series and everything. I get it. Pointless, and now you got like fucking shit coming out. Like, uh, I think the is it is it Blumhouse like Megid, where it's like you know, an AI yeah. fucking like puppet. Like you know, you know. They, I I tell you what, I just I just hope with that movie that they make it a sex doll. I hope I hope that's just what the plot is. It's like someone buys like a, this like life size sex doll, and it has yeah, an AI it, in it. Yeah, but from the poster, if it's a sex doll, dude, it's made for pedophile because she looks like a young girl. So. Yeah, but you still, know, just just your cup of tea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you, you you like, you know. Yeah. Do, do you or do me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Child's Play for sure to remake. Uh, for sure, uh, love this one. Uh, I would go with the Mondo Cannibal Holocaust release. Oh, nice! That I own. Uh, I well, love the soundtrack by Riz Artelani, and it sounds magnificent and a big ass gatefold, and it's like it's got this fucking like jungle weird like light green darker green kind of swirl going for uh when it comes to like the the vinyl cover so 
You got one, one of my favorite two. Uh, I would go uh, the New York Ripper one, the, like, the limited edition of uh, that Dead Watts uh, record put out. Like it comes like yeah. a hard, um, like a hard, uh, I would mean, hard sleeve, but like like sturdy fucking sleeve. Yeah, and, you know you got you got a poster in there. Uh, you got a booklet. Uh, just, just all around, you know. And from what I remember, a really nice uh, cover art as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. And I, you know, I love this movie. And the spine, <laughs> the, the spine says it all, dude. You want me to read the spine? Yeah. The spine says, well, it's uh, like, you know, at the bottom of it, it says that Walt's. Oh, 16, you know, mm-hmm. but despite it doesn't say like, uh, you know, the New York Ripper, uh, you know, original soundtrack or anything. It just says, you'll never understand me. You're too stupid. Quack, quack, quack. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Dude. Uh, another one that I'm really glad I own is the Necromantic score by Ooh. one Static. Love, love, love the score. Nice. Uh, uh, what 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 cover does the record have? Does it? Uh, is it just the standard uh, cover, or like of like oh, a it's, it's, or? Uh, it's a well, it's a black and white cover. Uh, just a skull uh, with the necromantic logo on top of it. That's cool. Yeah, but amazing score, amazing fucking score. Uh, Again, probably better than the movie itself. Uh, Necromantic's well, good, but I got a soft spot for Necromantic. Yeah, but you know what? Why do I have such a soft spot for this movie? Is you know partly because of the score. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me see, let me, uh, I would go with, uh, maybe one last one, like, let's, I want to include at least one first press that I'm really glad I own. Uh, Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, both Psycho 2 and the Fly score that I own first press, I I think is cool. Uh, but no, I'd go with Aliens. Uh, first oh, aliens. Nice. Yeah, uh, I think it's James Horder, right? Is it? I think so. Yeah. That that is now that is a score that is just. Oh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't even know what to say. It's it's so iconic. Dude, dude, just just uh, um, what is it called? I'm trying to. Remember, uh, it's so, uh, it's okay. Let me see. I got it right now. Bishop's Countdown. This fucking track was used and used and used and used <laughs> multiple times for fucking trailers after this movie came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, you know, the, 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 the you know, yep. The, 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 you know, the climax theme, if you will, when they, you know... Yep. <laughs> the fucking 
ship fly away this soundtrack this this particular track was used over and over again like, <laughs> trailers and shit like that so but yeah, yeah. Aliens, aliens i'm glad i own this this shit and you know it's like in pristine fucking condition so that that's cool too and i got it for like uh, 10 bucks i think so that's awesome that's the sort of thing when you can find a like a like a solid like vintage press for a good price. Ooh. Doesn't cut corners fucking piss you off though? Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, apparently they say it doesn't affect value, but I don't know. Well, if you had to choose between a sleeve that doesn't have a cut corner and one that has yeah, I'd take the one that has a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. you, you know. <laughs> I mean, and they have a lot, like, you see them a lot sometimes where they have, like, a hole punched in the corner. Uh, right. Yeah, my, my my first press, actually, of, you know, it's not a soundtrack, but my first press of Duran uh, uh, Duran Rios, which just mm-hmm. turned 40 this year. Happy birthday to this fucking amazing album. Nice. It's got uh, like a, a big ass fucking round hole in the bottom right corner. Yeah, I mean, well, why why did they do that though? Do you know, from what I know, they did that. It's kind of like to, it's the equivalent of like you know when like you see like a movie in the and the someone will have like scratched out like the, the barcode. They'll put like a cut through the barcode on the back. Uh, no, I, no, so that I, it can be sold cheaper or whatever. Uh, that, that was like the idea with the putting the hole in it. Okay, but that is so fucking stupid because there's it no is. fucking there's not even a barcode on this fucking vinyl. So. I know that that's why they put the hole because there was no there was no. Uh, okay, but what about putting like a sticker or some shit? See, that would have made sense, but you know. You know, you can't expect sense out of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> Dude, this uh, is so, so stupid. And it's not like, a, you know, a small hole. It's like a decent size hole. It's like, I know. Like a I, dollar, Canadian dollar size hole. Yeah, that's not small at all. I mean, usually they just use no, like, maybe, those like 25 hole punches. Canadian. 25 yeah. cents. That's still damn big. I mean, yeah, you know they used to use just like you know the hole punches. Yeah, like like they used to use those. Sometimes they just like like ram ram like, ram like a nail through a corner or whatever. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, it pisses me off though. But it's just it's a, like when it comes to Duran, you know, you know me. I love my Duran Duran dudes. So oh yeah, it's the first press. Never came across another like. Real, real, like Canadian first press. After oh, yeah. so I'm keeping it, but dude, this fucking old, my dude. Oh. Know what you got to do? I this is something I've been trying to do for a while. Stick my penis need... through it. Yeah, there you go. And then you'll have a reason for it to be there. You you got to look for a donor copy. Find someone selling a copy that's like the vinyl's all jacked up, but the cover's okay. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, but the problem is the no, no, dude. Because yeah, people don't really want to do that. Do no, they? but even the sleeve. You know, when you have a sleeve, when it comes to Duran Duran's Rio, you have yeah. a sleeve in it, like that. You know that. Uh, how do you say it? Like, like there's a printed inner sleeve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a hole through this shit too. But back yeah. in the fucking days, my dude, nobody like cared about like inner sleeves. No. So, no. There. I I know. Oh, dude, it fucking sucks. I, well, it's not. It, it's not the Billy Eilish record, man. But it, it, yeah. It's, uh, you know what? That that's something. You know, we need to. We we need some place that will reproduce like like old sleeves. Yeah, but it's not the original my dude. It's uh, not, but honestly, like I like the my uh copy of the Dune soundtrack, you know, the vinyl is mint, but the the cover is trash. Like how trash? Like water damage, like you like half the cover you can't really see. Like sun fading and shit, or no, just literally water damage. Well, what did you do with it? I still have the record. I still have the, that sleeve. No, I mean, did did I? I didn't like, do the damage to it. Spilled water? Or no, no. I I it was like that when I got it. Uh, I I got money off, but Is because it an of original it. pressing. Yeah, first pressing. Um, Canadian American. I think it's a Canadian press. Uh, okay. You know, but, uh, so essentially I've been looking for a donor cover for that. Um, did you fight one? Not that I, that I wanted to pay. I found one someone was selling, but it was like 10 bucks. And I was like, well, that is not that's that not, bad. it's not bad, but I mean, you know, well, it's not, it's not like 40, you know, 10, that, 10, that's true. 10 bucks, dude. It's the movie you love so much. That's true. You know what? Uh, if if it's still there next time I go in there, I might pick it up. Yeah, for ten bucks, dude. You you fucking love this movie, so. Oh yeah, and the soundtrack. The fuck is, is wrong you, with you, my dude? Yeah. Maybe I'll but, maybe I'll pick it up and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you a copy. <laughs> you can have my old jacked up copy. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Here you go, water damaged. Oh, oh. Thanks a lot. You know, it's my fucking birthday too. Uh, like Sunday this week. Well, well, there you go. There you go. Water damage. Water damage. Dune vinyl. <laughs> no, no vinyl. Just no, j- just the cover. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah. Water damage. Thanks a lot. Yep. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, back on the fucking topic. Yep. What are some? Uh, how can I put it? What are some soundtracks, horror soundtracks, mm. that you never, never get bored of? Like, you could listen to it, like, all day long. I got one right now. The the soundtrack to the original It miniseries. Really? I love it. Who Who did? Who did it? You know? uh, let me just see what his name is. If it says... Uh, you ordered a vinyl CD? Yeah, uh, vinyl. Okay. Come here, you. 
Oh yeah, you picked it up during the fucking like uh, waxwork sale. Sale, and then you got me in the prowler too, right? Um, uh, Richard Bellis. Uh, sounds familiar, but uh, it's just really good. I can listen to that anytime, and it's just awesome. You sound so quiet. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that better? Yeah, yeah, way better. Yeah, I can listen to that anytime, and it's just great. That and, uh, what's that other one? It, it's not really horror, but the Throne of Blood soundtrack. I can listen to that anytime. Even Throne though. Of Blood? Yeah. The Akira Kurosawa movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, is it horror, though? <laughs> it, it kind of is. It's, it's you know, no, Samurai no, Macbeth. No, no, it doesn't count. Yeah. You know what? I'll say then, um, the Puppet Master. Richard Bad, right? Yep. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. It the is. First, the first one, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Richard Band? Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. Richard Band. That's one thing. Richard Band. What a hell of a, a band. Yes, he is. Good composer that completely copies Bernard Herman. Oh, does like, he? Like, all the time. Like, if you listen to some of his things, you're like, that's like the music from Psycho. Oh, well, he's the motherfucker that did the fucking reanimators theme, right? Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. literally from Psycho. It's, it's almost exactly the same. You know? Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're going to take cues from from a good a good composer... Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, just yeah, long, yeah, you don't yeah. pull, uh... uh yeah, I, knew, I knew he sounded fucking familiar. It's the motherfucker <laughs> that ripped off fucking Psycho. Yeah. It's it's almost like, oh, what was that dude who did, um, the soundtrack? Um, oh, what was the movie? Uh, Cruel Jaws. Uh, well, John Williams. Yeah, where they pretty much just, like, stole, you know, <laughs> the Star Wars theme and just threw it in. <laughs> I, dude, I, to this day, I, the, the, the I can't, dude, the, the, the biggest pair of balls they had, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't even know if you can buy the Jaws, the, the, the Cruel Jaws, a.k.a. Jaws 5 soundtrack. I wouldn't think so, at least not over here. Signed by John Williams. That would be hilarious. Like, well, I might as well sign it. I pretty much wrote it. <laughs> oh, man. This soundtrack, dude. Yeah. But, but, you know, speaking of fucking soundtrack, what soundtrack that I... I, I... I enjoy quite a lot. Yeah, it's super fucking cheesy, like mm-hmm. like old ass fucking like Korg sound, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it's not it's not great, but it's something fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, is the and I own it on vinyl is the last shark fucking soundtrack. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, you don't have this motherfucker like fucking singing of the beach, too. You don't have this track on this record, so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. You, you, you gotta love it. You do. I mean, like, it's something, it's something special. Uh, did you ever heard about, since we were talking about, uh, you know, Richard Band, and I was like, I knew this motherfucker did something, you know, because he ripped off, uh, fucking, um, Richard Band ripped off Psycho, and, uh, god damn. Bernard Herman? Ber- uh, yeah. Yeah. Bernard Herman ripped off. Psycho for free animator, right? Richard Band ripped off Psycho. Yeah, okay, no, no. For reanimator, yeah. Okay, I was just getting confused. But have you ever heard about all the fucking turmoil surrounding the Jaws 3D soundtrack by Alan Parker? No. Like, well, there's a reason where, why, like, never got, like... Well, it got re-released as, like, a special edition, like, two-disc, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it goes for crazy money, and you can find it on vinyl, but there's never been, like, a, like a vinyl repress or anything. Um, how, how come? Because barely he ripped off uh, some... Dude, and I remember seeing like uh, a video uh, comparison on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's quite true, honestly. Because <laughs> um, you know, you know the the theme for Jaws 3D, you know, especially the opening and shit like that. Yeah, you got cues from the the Williams score, but you know, it's like. Something like that, and it's really similar to some other dudes. Like shit, uh, it's uh, okay. I got it. I think it's uh, well, uh, you gotta put this fucking video the the description uh, for this show because apparently, you know what? Let's. We'll be right back. I'm going to send you the video. You're going to look to it. And you're going to tell me what you think. Okay. I mean, damn. I told you, dude. I mean, it's like... (laughs) I mean, it's... How can I put this? It's like... He copied it, but badly. Yeah, I know. I, I know. mean, and nobody talks about this fucking shit, dude. I mean, it almost makes you think uh, maybe you should. No, uh, but honestly, just take gonna... the original Stravinsky stuff and put that in Jaws three. <laughs> but dude, dude. Oh, oh by the way, one mm-hmm. more reason to for you to write down why why Jaws four is better than three. Just say. But... Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. But dude, put put this video in the the fucking the podcast description. I mean, oh it, yeah, honestly, dude, I was flabbergasted. It that's uh, that's kind of mind blowing, and I mean, 
it's not even like he tried to steal it from like some like little known composer. No, it's Igor Stravinsky. I mean, that's like that's a well known composer. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. Was this the same guy that did Cruel Jaws? Oh uh, no, no. Are we sure? Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But well, no, dude. The, he might no have used the pseudonym. You still would have like fucking hired someone to kill this fucking dude if he were to do like a fucking Jaws Five soundtrack because he worked with fucking Universal. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But dude, honestly, it, 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 it's insane, right? It is. That's wow. I know, dude. I know. And nobody talks about this shit. And everyone's like, why are, why can't we get like, you know, Jaws, the Jaws 3D soundtrack isn't even like on Spotify or any fucking streaming service. No. <laughs> Man. Oh, that, yeah. that that was funny. You read that thing I sent you what uh, Steven Spielberg wrote to the director of Part 4? Uh, yeah, but I was at work. So. Uh, essentially, he, he he read the script, and he, and he was just like, he was feeling the worry of like it was when he did it. And essentially, from what it says, though, the reason you never get a full Jaws box set is because... Steven Spielberg purposely keeps Jaws 1 out of a set with the other three. Does he? Yeah. He actively, like, makes it known, like, he does not want his movie with the other ones. Well, what about Jaws 5, though? I don't know, because Jaws 5 is essentially his movie. Except, you know, with Hulk Hogan in it. it His great buddy... John Williams did the score for Jaws 5. So. He did? <laughs> oh, my Oh, really? No I, no, I didn't know that. It's kind of interesting, because I always wondered why, but you like, know. Like, like, it's like a contract that he... Yeah. He has, like, it was part he, of, like... Yeah, when, uh, I guess, when, you know, I guess they came to him about, like, uh, wanting a box set at some point, and he was just kind of like, no. That's that, that's why Jaws Jaws One is always on its own. Well, uh, well, one and two I could see, but you know, if you... he he hated part two, did he? Yeah, he didn't like it at all. Yeah, Roy Scheider wasn't a fan too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is with part two. I mean, let's be honest; it's essentially the same story. No, this movie is like a slasher before the slasher. This fucking movie came yeah. out in 78, dude. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, how can I put it? Like, it was the, the same basic. Here we of, go again, off topic. Yeah, but, you know, this is going to be edited out, so, you know. Uh, it, no, it was, no, 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 leave you know, it be, leave it be, dude. It's yeah. been a while since we recorded. So. That's true, we can leave this in. <laughs> you know... Jaws 2 is a fun flick, you know, but it's not Jaws 1, but... It's better than 3 and 4, though. Oh, definitely. 100% better than 3 and 4. And 4 is better than 3, too. Officially speaking, yes, I'll agree. 4 is better than 3. 
But well, I like three more than four. <laughs> well, you know who did the score for three? Some random guy, and apparently Leo uh, Igor. No, Stravinsky. no, Hannes Barker, <laughs> but no, he. Sh- that's not the one that should be credited. No, it should be Igor Stravinsky. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. It really is. I mean, it's like, it's like he didn't even try. At least with like it with Jaws five. At least you know. It, yeah, it's the Star no, Trek. No, 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 no. Don't tell me that they, they tried Star Wars, but they they changed it just a little bit. I mean, this wasn't no, they changed. Didn't. At they all. basically sampled like part of the Star Wars theme. And they essentially like, remixed it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but you know, dude in Jaws three literally just took his music and re-recorded it badly. Yeah. I mean... Beautiful. Can you check online if Alan Parker did any other score? (laughs) Yeah, I'll take a look. I wonder how many of those he stole also. (laughs) Uh, yeah. He, uh, his film scores includes Jaws 3D, American Gothic, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and Alex Ryder Stormbreaker. What the fuck is this shit? I know of American Gothic. I, I know, know about what's J- eating Gilbert, Gilbert Grape, but the, la- the, the, the last one. You... Alex Ryder's Stormbreaker? I have no clue. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I, I don't know. I'm just going to say some dude. Uh, anyway, anyway, so. Let's, <laughs> let's go ahead. Anyway. Oh, Grape, my God. What? Parker is also known to have owned Jimi Hendrix's Epiphone acoustic guitar, which was given it to him by Hendrix in March 1970. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he fucking like cloned it or some shit. Pro- yeah, yeah. From what we've hear, from what we've heard, probably. Yeah, he probably <laughs> made like bootlegs and shit. That wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Why in the world, Alan Parker though? I don't know. I. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, like, that's definitely a step down. I mean, how much do you want to bet they, they said, you know, like, well, we need someone to do the music for this. You know, Dude, can, can you imagine fucking Jimi Hendrix, like, fucking, like, you know, smoking weed, doing acid, you know, and then, you know. Like, hey, good, good, there's Alan Parker. You know, a good-ass fucking, like, fucking, like, I don't know, like, fucking... 70s, like, heaven sofa and shit, and just looking down at, like, this motherfucker yeah. got my fucking, like, guitar. Like, yeah. he did the score for Jaws 3D. You know? Yep. He's like, I'm just gonna materialize and bitch slap myself. <laughs> or, or he's like, he's like, uh, is it Sarkovsky? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Stravinsky. Like, Stravinsky. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, Stravinsky. Old my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so good shit. Anyway, enough about the good old Alan Parker. It, yep. it, it was great though. Shout out to Alan Parker. You're a fucking <laughs> pile of shit. <laughs> but oh. anyway, um, you know, I, I'm gonna. I, I want to talk about slasher. 80s 
the golden age of slasher. 80s mm-hmm. slasher soundtrack. What are some of your favorites? Ooh, uh, well, I got one right away for sure. Okay. The Maniac soundtrack. Oh, that's a good one. And the, and to say the remake soundtrack is beautiful too. Yeah, I mean, well, let's just be honest. Everything about that remake is really good. Yeah, through that, it's one of the few remakes that's just as good as the original. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, it's you know, that's but not yeah. easy to do. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, uh, Maniac, beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. It it oozes with atmosphere. Mm. And it just fits the, the movie perfectly. Honestly, it it just just works so well. Yeah, it really does. It works really well. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the burning soundtrack, I I I really enjoy it. But quite quite cheesy though. Even own it on vinyl too. And if I thought wrong, it's uh, One Way Static. Yeah. Yeah, One Way Static by uh, Rick Wakeman. And Rick Wakeman, a font, (laughs) is ass off for the burning soundtrack to fucking disappear. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I own it on vinyl. It's a a great soundtrack, I think. Uh, Mm. So, yeah, the burning burning is a good-ass soundtrack, if you ask me. Uh, I would say afterwards, since we're on like eighties, uh, you know, slasher. Uh, yeah, curtains. Yeah, we we have to bring up though Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, you, you you have to. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Harry Benfredini, for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolute fucking legend. Dude, uh, I've got it. I've got it. The greatest eighties soundtrack ever. My bloody violence Mother. movie. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> essentially it's just a Friday the Thirteenth soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that's for. But you know what? My bloody Valentine with the the ballad of Henry. Uh, uh, yeah. Ballad, uh, yeah. What is it called? Yeah, the ballad of Henry. Uh, is it the ballad? Yeah, of Harry 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 Warden. Harry Warden. Harry yeah. Warden? yeah, the ballad of Harry Warden is fucking great. You know the, the movie. Oh, yeah. The movie closes, you know, and during the credits, what you get is basically like a fucking like a synopsis, but sang to you. Yeah, can't go wrong with that, honestly. Yeah, honestly, it, it's pretty, pretty fucking great. Uh, I was about to say that the, the the Slumber Party Massacre's got quite a few good tracks. Do not, uh, not every track is mm. worth a listen, but as a whole, uh, it's quite enjoyable. Oh, yeah, especially when you get to part two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we got, we got to mention, too, uh, is it uh, Trick uh, no, is it trick or Treat? Uh, um, you know, the, the, the fucking raw... Why am I forgetting the name of this fucking movie now? Uh, it's like a fucking, like, heavy metal fucking... Yeah, uh, Trick or Treat, yeah. Is it Trick or Treat? There was Trick or Treat, and there was Black Roses. Or is it Rocktober? Oh, and there's Rock... Yeah, something like that. Like, Well, anyway, one of the three, but I'm pretty sure it's Trick or Treat. Mm. 
like heavy cheesy ass heavy metal throughout it. It's good shit. Awesome. Oh, and, and of course, since we were talking about Friday the Thirteenth, you know, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, the blue chevrons of equality. Indeed. The Tito Echo track, his eyes. Oh yeah. It is classic. Oh yeah. You know, dude. The funny thing is, uh, I agree with the band The Jasons, who said she didn't deserve to die, but because she was listening to New Wave instead of listening to the Ramones, that's why she died. Yeah, but uh, dude, I love, I love, I love my New Wave. Well, I'm not the wrong with New Wave. I'm a fan. I mean, any other track that they did, like sucks. But this one is pretty fucking good. (laughs) And I I got some good ass fucking memory from this movie, you know, being shit out of my fucking mind and like fucking like <laughs> giving like oral sex to uh, some, some fine girl in the back of a car, you know, my thumb in her ass, and I'm eating <laughs> and shit, and this fucking track is playing. Uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yep, that uh, yep, that that will do it for sure. Yeah, I bet it will. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. Uh good 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 old time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with a good one. Yeah, go the ahead. Cre- the creature soundtrack. Never listened to the creature soundtrack. Well, but it's actually, not, well it's not a slasher though. No, but I mean well, let's you know sci fi horror. Let, let's let's just talk eighties. Yeah, uh, I mean, creature yeah, soundtrack. No, never, never. Yeah, it it's actually very effective. Is it Alan Parker? You never know. <laughs> I'm a, I'm assuming probably some like, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna take a look. But is there any way you can listen just to the soundtrack? Though? I'll take a look and see. Uh, creature. Soundtrack. No, that's for a very different creature movie. <laughs> is, it, is it like the mid two thousand ten one with the <laughs> dude? Yeah, yeah, and, that shit fucking sucked. <laughs> and I kid you not, there's apparently like a there's two versions of Man of Constant Sorrow on it, which is kind of funny. Uh, I won't bet it either. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen. No. Uh, come on. I can't really find it. Can I hit you with one though? Yeah, go for it. The entity soundtrack. Oh yeah. Solid. Very solid. Unnerving fucking shit. Definitely. I mean, yeah, that's just creepy. I mean, that's a creepy movie to begin with. And, uh, it's, it's, yeah. Beautiful. And since since we're talking about fucking spirits and ghosts and shit. Yep. The Conjuring soundtrack. Yeah. By Joseph Bishara. Yeah. Beautiful. And dude, I I I don't know if you know that. Oh, 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 uh, Here we go. Uh, 
Music in Creature was done by Thomas Chase and Steve Rucker. Uh, never heard about, about Me neither. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a sound. Well that that was that was to be expected, honestly. Yeah, but it's it's a really pretty decent. But my dude, my dude, since we were on the yeah. conjuring. Mm-hmm. The score by Joseph Bishara. Mm-hmm. Can you can you tell me without looking online? Can you tell me uh, what Bishara did do for the Conjuring? Uh without looking online, my dude. I don't know. He played Bathsheba. Really? Look online. Wow. I'm, uh, okay. Uh, come on, get past all this. Uh, Joseph Bashara, yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's like wow, weird, huh? Yeah. Oh, holy crap! Not only did he do The Conjuring, he also did Dark Skies, Insidious, and Eleven, Eleven, Eleven. Yeah, and all of those movies have amazing soundtracks. Yeah, Insidious. The, well, the yeah. sister soundtrack, the sister soundtrack, uh, has got some. Quite a bit of boards of Canada, though, tracks. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, great, great. Uh, did, did, did you, well, did he do Sinister? I think, I might have, yeah. No, but did you mention Sinister? Or? Uh, I mentioned Insidious, but. Oh, Insidious, sorry, my bad. Oh, well, he might have done something, though. You never know. Because, well, yeah, I mean, honestly, like... there, there was, like, that little like, time when a lot of, uh, you know, similar movies came out, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like, uh, you know, Lights Out and shit like that, you know. Yeah. It, 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 like, it's, it was, dude, the, the, the fucking, like, supernatural horror was fucking booming. Oh, definitely. Let's see here. Uh, Production design, but yeah, how fucking mm-hmm. weird is like Joseph Bashara did the story plays fucking Bashiba. So Bashiba is basically a man. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild when you think about it. Yeah, dude, I, and you know you know how I I I like noticed because I watched like the credits mm-hmm. and during the credits you, you know you got the score playing so. I was just, you know, drinking my beer and, like, just watching the credits roll and enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it was oh. Joe Shara who did, like, the soundtrack. And, like, in the credits, it says Mishima, Joseph Bashara. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, the soundtrack to uh, Sinister was actually Christopher Young. Christopher Young. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he but did. He, uh, you, know, you know, like the Hellraiser, famous, Species, Urban Legend, all this other stuff. The famous. Uh, 
Yep. This shit is Boris Galida. It's actually a gyroscope, I think it's called. Cool. Yeah, it's Boards of Canada track. I love Boards of Canada. Do you love Boards of Canada? Do you, do you know them? No, I don't know them, no. Okay. Well, it's a, like weird-ass fucking electronic music. Uh, <laughs> and, ambient and shit. Uh, uh, speaking of electronic music, yep. it follows oh, by this yeah. piece. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it Falls is a really nice, is really good soundtrack. Yeah, own it on vinyl, do you? No, no, I don't. I don't own it on any format, actually. Dude, it's such a well. I remember buying the Blu-ray, and you had like a digital download code for the soundtrack in it, though. Oh, nice. you should check. I'm pretty sure it's fucking like <laughs> probably expired. Expired, now, but, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, anyway, I'll take a look and see. Great movie. Great soundtrack, beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. I, I could listen to it over and over again. Oh yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. Or, well, we we can't talk about soundtrack without mentioning uh, Jaws. I mean, oh, of course, one of the most iconic soundtrack. Like, there are few soundtracks where you hear. Like a, a tune from it, and you know automatically dude, dude, what just it go, is. Go, go swim in the ocean, but and you'll hear the waterproof fucking ear pods or headset, mm-hmm. and listen to the Jaws theme. Oh yeah, dude, you're, you're you're gonna panic. I think you will. I mean, it's so ingrained into like the psyche of everyone who's seen that movie. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much, like, it, it's synonymous with impending doom and yeah. danger, and, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, I got a, let's, dude, Goblin, I mean. Oh, essentially anything from Goblin is phenomenal. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, what is What is your favorite Goblin score? It's really weird because my favorite Goblin score is one I don't own. And that's the the Suspiria soundtrack. It's your favorite one? It's my favorite one. Mm, I don't I, Yeah, it's weird. I don't I don't know why. You know, but I don't know, there's just something about that, you know, just that that main Suspiria theme. That just really it gets the hooks in there, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's a long track, too. It is. <laughs> uh, I, what, for me, mm-hmm. I'd have to go with Tenebrae or Deep Red. Honestly, um, if you were to like take Tenebrae, Deep Red, and Suspiria... <laughs> Funny, like you said, like you, you said something like, honestly, the Goblin didn't do the score for any of those movies. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't it be funny if it was all uh, Alan, whatever his name Alan was. Parker. Yeah, he did. He actually did them. <laughs> he just stole Goblin's music. <laughs> what a legend! <laughs> oh man, that would be funny. 
Oh yeah, oh, tenebrae okay. or or deep red uh, would be well, you know, Dawn of the Dead, of course. I mean, yeah. I think but, the problem with Dawn of the Dead is it's so. Yeah, excuse me, damn. Uh, it's so boring. <laughs> no, it's just so it's so iconic and everything that you just you kind of write it off. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. At least it, I do. It, you know? it, 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 the original score is like it, it kind of drags after a couple of you know spinaches, but the fucking dab audio, fucking like I know you don't, you're not a fan of this particular record, but the Demodia fucking release of Dawn of the Dead is beautiful. Beautiful. I, I love it. Really. It, it's, a, it's a good release. Uh, yeah, well, you're I, not I, a fan of the... I'm not the, the biggest fan of it, but, you know, it's a solid release. Should we mention Michael Fields? Tubular Bells. I mean... Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, uh... It is The Exorcist. Oh, Without tubular bells, The Exorcist wouldn't be anywhere near as scary as it is. Yeah. And, dude, Richard Bed, I I just... Now that I'm thinking about it... Did he rip something off? (laughs) He ripped off Alan Parker. Like, what a fucking loser. No, I mean, uh, he did a soundtrack, uh, which I own, actually, on vinyl, uh, from Waxwork. He did a soundtrack for uh, From Beyond. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a great score. Yeah, I, I actually have a first pressing of that. The first? Oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't have all the songs that the new new pressing has, yeah. but, yeah, I have one from back in the day, so... I actually actually found it uh, probably about a year ago. Uh, got it pretty reasonable. I think I got it for about like twenty five bucks used. So, oh, that's that's quite good. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about Frizzy? Of course. Uh, well, he he scored one of your all time fucking favorite movie, actually. Oh yeah. Can you guess what it is? Well, I'm assuming it's City of the Living Dead. Nope. Zombie? No. One of you. Like, I'm being sarcastic, you know. Oh, okay. The Nightmare on Elm Street remake? No. (laughs) (laughs) I had had to do that. I had to. But no, no. Uh, What one? What what? Uh, We... Dude, we did a show with multiple people, and you hated this movie so much. And I was like, no, it's not that bad. It's quite good. Devilfish? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh. I... He, did, he did the fucking score. Man. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even, I don't even know how to feel about that. I mean, that... I really hated that movie. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why I hated it so much. I should maybe watch it again. 
well, don't 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 uh, don't, don't blame me afterward though. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's it, it, it's like Sharktopus before Sharktopus. Yeah, but it's Sharktopus without the charm. <laughs> nah, nah, dude, nah. Sharktopus wants our virgins. <laughs> nah, dude. It, it's a boring ass fucking movie, but everything about it is so fucking enjoyable. Yeah, man, maybe I'll give it another try at some point. It's a fucking Lamberto Bava flick, man. Oh, there you go. That's a core by Frizzy. You know, man, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Did I buy the, the blue for you? Uh, no. I, I, I found Devilfish on, like, on YouTube or something. <laughs> that's, not, that's not surprising at all. Either on but, YouTube or on Tubi or something like that, and I was just like, "Oh, I hope the code red fucking blue, dude." I wish they would have like included like the soundtrack. It's pretty, pretty good. It's some good frizzy fucking something. Well, I mean, I guess that you know, I guess if you watch it and you know it's frizzy doing the soundtrack, and you just listen for the soundtrack. Hey, dude, did it? Did a frizzy score? Coldzilla, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. I I don't know whether he actually, like, scored it, scored it, or whether, you know... He was uh, like, well, I got I got a couple of tracks, so, like, you know... Yeah. Use whatever the fuck you want. It, it could be, you know, like, here, like, here's my back catalog, find some stuff. Yeah. It, it, it could be that. You never know. <laughs> I love Coldzilla, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If that the movie's something special, we gotta we gotta mention too. Uh, you know, we can't talk horror score mm. without mentioning, and and you know, it's one of my all time favorites because I already told you about it. Hmm. It's it's a Goldsmith fucking soundtrack joint. Can you guess what it is? Uh, Jerry Goldsmith. Um, well, for sure. yeah, Jerry Goldsmith. It's not Dude, Alan Parker. Yeah, my favorite. So. I don't know why my mind is just it keeps defaulting back to Poltergeist Two. No, I don't know why. The Omen. Ah, the Omen. Oh, you've heard right. They're doing a prequel called The First Omen. What the fuck is The First Omen? It's a, it's about, like, you know, the woman who got, like, impregnated by a dog or whatever. Okay, so Rosemary's Baby with a dog, I guess? Pretty much. I I don't I, know, I'm man. I'm tired of this kind of shit, honestly. Yeah, I, I, you know, just leave it alone. It's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, I have. The, well, the first three Omen are actually great. I think. Well, three, three's the weakest one, but it, it still holds up pretty well. It still makes sense as a trilogy. Yeah. Where, where four is fucking like, oh, bro, that one, can I? I would vomit my own anus. Like, <laughs> essentially, what you got with uh, you 
you before have... it's called something like the awakening or some shit. Like what the fuck it, the it, awakening? Like what fucking awakening? Like yeah. at the end of part three, fucking David rules the world. Yep. I I don't know, man. It's like almost like the curse of part four. I mean, you have Psycho Four, which was you know like a made-for-TV movie. But you it was Omen still 4. all right. Yeah. You have Omen Four, which was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. You know, uh, you had Species 4, which is a made-for-TV movie. You got Al Razor 4, which was straight to video, but it's yep. still better than 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. It's the sort of dude, thing. It's like... Dude, honestly, dude, I, I'm pumping you full of lead with fucking Al Razor 3. Yeah. Hell, Hell is Your 3 isn't great. Thank you. Okay, continue. Uh, yeah. Speak. Yeah. You you know, uh Yeah. Oh, that that's what that's one thing I, I was gonna mention. Jerry Goldsmith's um Poltergeist two soundtrack. I have that on vinyl. Do you? Yep. Considering it's only like I think like a four song record. You know. Uh, I, I never, I, dude. You know what? You know how, dude. I got fucking cane on my leg. It's just, you know how. Like, oh yeah. The guys do, but I never like sat down and listened to the soundtrack. I never, never did. I, I it's not really anything special, but you know, it's 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 it, like it, a it's a by the numbers like Jerry Goldsmith. It it goes head in hand with the movie, I guess. Yeah. You know, uh, it's cool, but you know, I'm glad I have it, but. You know. Okay, I want to mention something though. Mm-hmm. The Lords of Salem soundtrack. Okay. Bro, Velvet Underground. You got Venus and Furs on this shit. Nice. It's all around good, good fucking songs that goes head to head with the visual for for. for for once, <laughs> fucking Rob Zombie flicks. I don't or, know. I, I I always find Rob Zombie's choice of music is usually pretty good in his movies. Well, of course, because Rob Zombie is better at doing themes for his own movies, like The Devil's Rejects or mm-hmm. House of a Ten Thousand Corpse. He's better at doing fucking songs named after his own his movies than he's good at making movies. So it makes sense. <laughs> no, but I mean, even like just the ones that he chooses for certain scenes, like name, you know, name, name one song from Thirty One. Um, Thirty One just had a wasn't it just a a score? I don't know, but I accept. I don't know. I, I've seen the soundtrack, but I've never picked it up. Uh, yeah, th- 31 is definitely a, a much weaker point in its filmography. <laughs> I, I'd pick... I'd probably pick up the Billy Eilish fucking, like, fucked up record <laughs> before I'd pay, like, 35 bucks for a 31 soundtrack. <laughs> okay, oh, dude, I got one. Mm-hmm. 
28 Days Later. Oh, nice. Good fucking soundtrack. And you got a track, you got you got a song that's called, it's played at the end, Season Song. Uh, I can't remember uh, what band did. Can, can you check real quick? Yeah. I can't remember what band did this song, but it's a beautiful song. And it, uh, dude, it's, it's just, uh, it screams like despair, but hope at the same time. It's just perfect. Yeah, let's see here. Okay, uh... but I'm pretty sure it's called Season Song. Season Song, yeah. Uh, uh, original score. Alan Parker. Yeah, John Murphy. Yeah. No, 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 it's a band. It's um, a, John Murphy did the score, but a band. Uh, the season yeah. song is a, a, it's a band that that. They Let me take a look here. Uh, track listings. Here we go. Uh, season song. Um, Rui da Silva remix, performed by Blue States. Yeah, Blue States. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good, good, good song that really fits the movie. Perfect. Nice. I just took uh, took a look at the thirty one soundtrack. Um, it it's an interesting. <laughs> it it's not sold out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, now it's got like uh, <laughs> Al Bowley, Roy Fox, and his band. Uh, spoken word bit by uh, Richard Brake, the James Gang with Walk Away, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, Leonard Skinnerd, Jeff the, Daniel Phillips, the, the fourth season by Alan Parker. Yeah, <laughs> Ernest Tubb, Wolfman Jack, Rob Zombie, Malcolm McDowell, what? Pancho Moller, what? Mal- Malcolm McDowell. It's, I, I think it's just uh, probably a spoken word bit. Okay. Oh, you know, Malcolm McDowell is coming down here in Quebec City for the Comic-Con, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring my fucking Rob Zombie Blue. There you go. Honestly, just get, just get him to sign anything. He's awesome. Bye, Dick. There you go. Just just whip it out, and you'd be like, okay. Yeah. Can you sign. sign it with your mouth? And he's like, yes. Like, if you pay me enough, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, no, no, no. I, I'm just going to be like, uh, play uh, William Tell's Overture. Like, he's going to be sucking it dry off. Oh, man. William Tell's Overture, I think. You know, it's Lockhart Collins, but he's fucking those two chicks, you know. So, oh, yeah. You know, he's going to be him sucking my dick. Okay. You want to go for maybe, like, three more soundtracks? Yeah, sure. All right, all right. You got something? Yeah, I got one. Um... H-I-E-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. 
Oh, dude, fucking classic for sure. Oh, 45, yeah. 45 Grave, you got plenty of good stuff on this shit. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not in the same class of soundtrack as, like, the score soundtracks. It's literally all just, you know, like, music by bands and everything. But there are no misses on that soundtrack. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, is there a score for <laughs> Richard of the Living Dead, Necropolis? Oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> Imagine buying this shit on vinyl. It's probably probably just some guy on a toilet with, like, a, with like a, a cowbell or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know what? I'm going to take a look. Return of the Living Dead. Bro, I don't, I don't want you to no. get COVID or anything. Be careful. <laughs> Necropolis soundtrack. Okay, no, that's just uh, the original, the original. Oh my god, it exists. Really? It does. Apparently, Google won't let you fight it. You gotta go big or some shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know what? This is actually Alan Parker. No, this is actually a, a pretty. Um, it's got Alice Cooper, Godsmack. No, but I mean the Julio Power Man no, Five Thousand. I mean, no, I'm talking about the original score. Yeah, it goes. It goes on to that. Uh, uh, Adam Jeremy Williams. Legendary. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see his face when he dies at the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, dude, it actually exists. Apparently, you can buy it on Amazon. Oh yeah, I won't. No, me neither. Um, that movie is like six LP box set. That would be funny. Yeah, hologram. You know the whole fucking <laughs> shit. I still think I would like to see someone do that. I'd like to see someone like get like, you know, Necropolis or whatever. Like, because remember I told you uh, a couple of years back, the guy who made it or whatever was yes. selling the rights right. on eBay yeah. for like a hundred and ten bucks or something. Yeah. Um, I want someone to get the rights to it, make like some super huge limited edition, like four in the world, like collector's editions nah, and sell them for like $10,000 a piece. Even if, even if it was like a one fucking like one type of it, let's say this, like let's say the Comic-Con event, that's the one place you can get it, you know. And <laughs> yeah, all the other no. fans are there or anyway, and, you know, the horror uh, horror hound fucking like conventions. The biggest fucking horror convention you can think of. You, got, you go at this table, you know, the dude who's selling this shit, my dude, he's gonna, like, sell one. And, like, coming out of this shit, he's gonna fight in the trash, my dude. Nobody's gonna pay for this shit. No. No, it's not a good movie at all. It's one of the worst fucking sequels ever. It is. And, I mean, the problem is, you know... Those 3D, with all the, the Alan Parker fucking bullshit, mm -hmm. is better than this fucking movie. It is. Necropolis is horrible. I mean, I just find it really... You know what essentially it is? It's like an independent film that like, someone... I, that they released it as if it was a real movie. I like to call it micro-penis, personally, but... 
But <laughs> I, I gotta dead. say, micro penis. <laughs> I gotta say though, um, Ray from the Grave is kind of fun. Oh yeah, dude, dude, we we talked about this shit. Yeah, Taught not a it. good movie, but a fun I, I, movie. No, I prefer it over Part Three. Wow. Yeah. Because I think you know, I think it was directed by the same guy that did Necropolis. I don't know what the fuck he ate for, like, in between those two movies, or what what the fuck he consumed, or fucking used, or fucked his brain up with, but, man. Well, the thing is, and I mean, let's be honest, he, I think, with Necropolis, well, maybe, (laughs) with Necropolis, he was really punching above his weight class. You know, he wasn't a good enough filmmaker to do that. He was no, no, dude, dude. Everything is bad. It the, is, dude. The script is fucking terrible. Nothing makes sense. The effects yeah. are fucking shitty. Nothing. There's nothing evenly in like. There's nothing enjoyable about. This. No, there isn't. <laughs> I mean, I just wonder. You know, like if you had like a real director. And, like, actually a budget enough to get, like, an actual, you know, like, people that looked like they were in the military and not just some, like, random guy from down the street. Yeah. Maybe we it could have been something. Like Yui Ball. Honestly, Yui Ball makes that guy... He, we, this guy makes Yui Ball look good. We, we should start a, you know, a, a petition on Change.org to, to get fucking Alan Parker to direct a movie. It would be, like, the biggest fucking... Rip-off of anything. It would no, just... absolutely. <laughs> like, like, the movie would fall on the earth, and, like, you know, there would be, like, this scientist that, like, breathes dinosaur to, like, bring him back, but a Terminator would, like, try <laughs> to, like... You know, <laughs> trying to kill him before he gets to do it, but they end up like in the Bahamas, and there's like a fucking like roaring Terminator shark that Robocop rides or some shit. But like, with like a Beethoven, like cheap ass synth. Like, <laughs> dude, the funny thing is, you saying that, it. I want to see that movie, I want to see that happen. <laughs> Yeah, it would be great, I'm pretty sure. I think it would. I mean, it'd be horrible, but it'd be great nonetheless. Oh, it would be beautiful, dude. It it would be. Let, let's get Alan Parker to... to it's got to be in 3D, too. Oh, of course. And, and not the good 3D. It has to be in that, you know, the blue and red 3D. The one that oh. gives people migraines. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know... Screen, you know, dude, not IMAX, dude. It's just like a limited, like theatrical release, thirty-five fucking millimeters. You know. Yep. The 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 whole thing, you know. Yeah. Free popcorn, and you pay for this movie. We're we're giving you like a thirty-six pack of beer or some shit. Yep. And and then then you could get a, you know. Since he's going to be too busy directing it and won't be able to do the music, you could get Chris Barnes. So you could just have an hour and a half of E. Oh, it would, it would, it would be cool. It would be really great. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, 
Well, I got well. We got three left. Like I told you, uh, <laughs> the Gremlin score. Ooh, that's a good score. Yeah, I can't remember who who did it, but uh, I know it's not John Williams. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. not Alan Parker too. Yeah, oh, yeah, that that would be funny if it was. And then we'd just say like, huh? Who did he steal that off of? Uh, let me see. Uh, well, it's Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, there you go. Yep, it's Jerry Goldsmith. Jerry Goldsmith, my dude, is the shit. Like, like James Horner is. I was talking about James Horner earlier, and dude, he scored a bunch of fucking good ass films. Uh, well, Titanic, Braveheart. Uh, he did the score for the Amazing Spider-Man one, uh, Apollo thirteen. Uh, he did uh, well, Aliens, of course. He did Willow. Mm, uh, nice. You know the George Lucas Lords of the Ring ripoff. He did yeah. uh, Casper. He did Cocoon, Commando, uh, AI. Uh, he, damn, he, he did the Deep Impact. Uh, Red Heat. He's done. Like everything. You know what? You know what? Keep that in mind. You know all those movies I just mentioned? Mm Mm-hmm. And let's compare James Horner to Jerry Goldsmith. Who do you think is the best one between the two? Hmm. So Jerry Goldsmith did The Omen, uh, The Omen 2, uh, Rambo 2. He did Star Trek The Motion Picture. He did Poltergeist. He did Gremlins. He did Total Recall. He did uh, Gremlins 2. Did Air Force 1. The Twilight Zone. Poltergeist 2. Uh, he did The Burbs. Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, Damn. Soldier. Mulan. Uh I'd have to go with James Horner personally. <laughs> what about you? I'll, I got I got to go with Jerry Goldsmith. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, Planet of the Apes too. Planet of the Apes, Patton, Legend, L.A. Confidential, Air Force One, Twilight Zone. You know, damn, Logan's Run, The Mummy. He did Mulan. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a fan, but I mean, it's one of Disney's biggest movies. Yeah, I I, I think I he did he did Omen Four. That's funny. Did he do the entire Omen series? Uh, except the remake. Oh. Okay. Um, you, you know what, dude? Mm-hmm. Let's do. Okay, let's let's go with John Williams against uh. I was about to say Hans Zimmer, but I don't know. You got any idea? Ennio Morricone. 
Okay, so John Williams. Let's see. Yeah. Well, he did uh, Jaws 5. <laughs> no, he did Star, Star Wars. Yep. Jurassic Park, Jaws, uh, Indiana Jones, Schindler's List, Superman, uh, E.T. the Extra Terrestrial, Harry Potter, you know. Yeah. Closing chapters of the Third Kind, Home Alone. Uh, he did Catch Me If You Can, Empire of the Sun, Saving Private Ryan, Hook, uh, War Horse, Adventures of Tintin, uh, Minority Report, Munich, Witches of Eastwick, War of the World. War of the World, that is a great fucking score, too. Yeah, it is. Jobs 2, uh, he did... Uh, Hobelo 2, War Horse. Uh, he did well, pretty much every fucking Harry Potter ass movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anyway, so you get the idea, Ed Morricone. I knew Morricone, I, I got his stuff here. Did uh, Once well, Upon a Time in America, my favorite yeah. score by far. You're not gonna believe it. It's fucking Spasmo. Spasmo? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. Oh my god, did you know Ennio Marcone did uh Exorcist 2 the Heretic? Uh yeah, I was hoping you would have mentioned this because you know. Yeah. <laughs> John Williams John Williams like it's got a point there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, also did uh, Cat of Nine Tales, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, a few dollars more, Kill Bill, Volume One, Volume One. Yep. Four uh, Flies on Grey Velvet, Bird with a Crystal Plumage. So essentially, you know, those early Cat of Nine Tales. Jallos. Yeah. Uh, he did Solo. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And he did the thing. Yeah, but, you know, Carpenter did the theme. Yeah. Django Unchained. The Untouchables. Uh, Hateful Eight, yeah. Uh, this one's definitely closer yeah, than the dude, other. Dude, I gotta go with John. I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta yeah. Go I have to agree. I mean, when you look at the really iconic, you know... Music, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love some of the stuff Enio does, but, um, you know. Okay, so let's... I can go through movies here and be like, okay, I didn't even know he did that, but, uh... Final final round, my dude. Yep. So, you know, John Williams. Mm -hmm. Ed Zimmer, Interstellar, Dude, Inception, Gladiator, Pirates of the Caribbean... A dude part two, apparently. Uh, mm. The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Dunkirk, The Last Samurai, uh, Pearl Arbor, Spirits, Stallion of the Spirits, uh, Batman Begins, Blade Runner 2049, Black Hawk Down, Man of Steel, Hannibal, I mean, heavy hitters. I mean, mm-hmm. 12 Years a Slave, Batman v Superman, 
uh, as good as it, as it gets. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, King Arthur. I mean, but again, dude, John Williams is... Yeah, it's it's kind of like... Um, uh, how can I put it? It's kind of like... Taking, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, Evander Holyfield and putting him up against Muhammad Ali. You know, there's not really, uh, you know, there's no, they're both great, but uh, one is just far superior. Uh, There is one composer that I think is close enough, though. Alan Parker? No. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. I, I, if it was, I, if I was about to say Alan Parker, I would have said there was, there is one that is better. But no, <laughs> but no Daddy Elfman, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, Batman, Spider Man, Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, Mars Attack, Forbidden Zone, Batman Returns, Spider Man Two and Three, Frank and Weenie. Coraline, uh, Avengers Age of Ultra, Number Nine, uh, Angley's Hulk, of course, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible, uh, Dark Man, uh, Terminator Salvation. I mean, yeah, he's got quite a discography, too. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I would put him and John Williams in the same class. Uh, but if you had to choose one, I had to, had to I choose. I go with John Williams. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like everything John Williams has done is great. Where, like, like Danny Elfman, for example, like ninety nine percent of what he's done is great. Well, you know, he's done the sun. The soundtrack for like Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm pretty sure that's pretty forgettable. Yeah. These <coughs> big, big fish, big fish. I mean, he. Oh, the, the Planet of the Apes. Fuck <laughs> the remake. My uh, yeah. Good shit. But okay. <laughs> Before we we wrap this up, mm-hmm. I got two more questions. Okay. If you had to choose three, choose three non-horror movie mm-hmm. iconic themes that are just so iconic and that you personally find enjoyable. Okay. Uh, what would be, and I'm not talking about you know, tracks on an album. I'm talking about themes. Yeah. Uh, Godfather. Uh, hmm. Dune. If Star Wars isn't there, dude, I swear to God. Well, of course, Star Wars. That's a good, you know. Okay, for me, it would be Star Wars, mm-hmm. Superman, for sure. Nice. 
Oh, you want to do the top five? Yeah, that'll work. Okay, so add two more. Okay, I will add... Uh... Batman. The, you know, the Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, the Batman. And... Yeah. And Superman. Alright. Okay, so for me, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Superman. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. So, oh yeah. You know, three fucking all the theme right now. Yep. And you had how much John Williams theme? Me, I had uh two, I think. Star Wars Superman. Star Wars and Superman, yeah. Uh so I said Star Wars, Superman, Indiana Jones. Yep. I would go with uh Brad Fiedel's uh Terminator 2, uh, Terminator 1 theme. Oh, nice. And the for, for the last one, I would go with You know what, dude? I would go with Ad Zimmer's Man of Steel theme. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Very good. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's do horror now. <coughs> okay. Uh, I'll go first, uh, I guess. Uh, Halloween, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of ones that I haven't mentioned already. Jaws 3D? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, so Halloween... Um, no, even if you mention them, you know, it's okay. iconic themes that you feel are the more, the, the, you know, the more iconic. They are iconic as as it gets, but you don't, yeah. you don't get tired of them. Okay. They are your five favorites. Halloween, uh, Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, you know what? This one's gonna. I'm gonna say this is gonna be a shock. <laughs> the garage. Because, no, because you know how I feel about the movie, but The Shining. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm. I, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, I uh, let me wipe my tears. Honestly. <laughs> and, Finally, you give Shining some well-deserved fucking recognition. Oh no! I mean, I've said it before. Shining's a beautiful movie, beautiful piece of filmmaking. I just, I'll, I'll use Stephen King's quote. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful Cadillac with nothing under the hood. Well, what about a Cadillac with something under the hood? That's what The Shining is. That that would be Doctor Sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, dude, nah, don't get me started. Okay, go ahead. And last up, I would say... Godzilla. Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead, yeah. Godzilla. Godzilla, alright. No Jaws, I'm, I'm quite surprised. Well, you know, I since I'm quite sure it's going to be on your list... No, no, even if it's on my list, you know, you gotta go with your... Yeah, I, I mean, you know... It's definitely up there, but I wanted to 
you know, not have everything the same. Okay, so for me, it would be Halloween. <coughs> yep. It would be Jaws. Mm-hmm. It would be... God damn, that's a tough one, though. It would be Halloween. It would be Jaws. It would be The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. It would be... It, it, dude, you gotta be so surprised, but... Mm-hmm. The original flight theme. Oh, nice. Because it, it's always, like, in my head, because it's one of the first fucking horror movie I ever saw. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can fucking, like, uh, whistle it, you know... I, I can, you know, I always do. <laughs> uh, the Fly original team. Um, God damn, that's hard, though. It, uh, it is. <laughs> I go with It Follows. Very cool. It falls, you know, it's iconic. Well, for for horror fans, and I yeah. go with the It Follows theme. Uh, nice. The, you know, the one like, do, 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 do. you know, yeah. it's iconic. So, yeah, this one. And last but not least, I would go with, well, <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Cannibal Holocaust is just great music. Dude, Halloween was number one for both oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Well, it has to be. I well, mean, Star Wars was number one, too, for both of us, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, you had June. Right? Well, no, you know, I wasn't actually doing a, like, by the numbers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but for the numbers, Star Wars would be number one, because it's, you know... Even if you, so even if you haven't, so enjoyable. even if you haven't watched the movies, anyone who hasn't watched the movies is, you know, kind of a retard. But you know, um, you true. know, you know the Star Wars theme. Yeah, well, dude, you don't need to watch Jaws. You don't need to watch Star Just watch Jaws Five. Yeah, there you go, and then you'd be like, oh, that's that music from Jaws Five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine someone seeing like Jaws 5 before seeing Star Wars and be like damn they ripped off Jaws 5 oh man the funny thing is I could see that Honestly, I could see it's like... someone in, within today's generation I could see being well, it would be dumb enough dude. yeah yeah electric chair no sponge no nope. <laughs> Fry them. <laughs> Absolutely. Like watching Star Wars Episode Four, be like, "Damn, they ripped off Jaws Five. Oh, <laughs> it's so stupid. It is. <laughs> <coughs> so, well, yep. that that wraps it up, you know. But well, we didn't talk about like bad ones, but like let's let's do a part two. But I'm pretty sure you can you can release, you know. Oh yeah, this one. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, it did. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess uh, we'll see uh, y'all fine ass motherfuckers uh, for you know the bad side of movie soundtracks. So yeah. Until next time, it's been a fucking blast. Excuse my fart. It will happen again. Lunacy <laughs> butcher here. Yeah. Kissing you on your forehead. I love you. Peace. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for the sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Heheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheh